It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is your main event. Mark's podcast brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Radio Network and the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I'm your first host, lifelong wrestling fan, former radio guy, and cat dad. I am Troy, and with me as always is the WWE Walking Wrestling Encyclopedia and the main event collector. He is the Rhino to my Heath Slater. He's Greg. What's up, Greg? Oh, man, my favorite wrestler is Stang, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I, good grief. So, I, you People know, I got... Major Pod will get that. <laughs> I got kids. I need this I need this podcast, and uh, you're just sitting there eating Cheese Whiz off of crackers. What the hell eats Cheese Whiz off of freaking saltines, by the way? That that uh, one got me so much. I mean, that is so disgusting. <laughs> Uh, I think Cheese Whiz is disgusting. So, I mean, it grows me out all the way around, but yeah, I don't know. That's pretty good on Ritz, I think. Just Yeah, I, um, I, I didn't catch that one, by the way. <laughs> nice uh, nice catching that. Like, why? Well, it's like, why is a guy from Detroit hanging out with, like, the Deep South white redneck? And they're well, doing. Just, from Detroit, so I mean, don't don't just assume that. Well, yeah, that's true, and it doesn't get much more white than that. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, ladies and gents, today we are covering one of the most recent shows we have ever covered, and yeah, we're hopping from, in the kind of back machine. Yeah, yeah, not, not the way back machine. Just it's sort of in the past machine. This one is TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs 2016. Wow. And as I was looking through the lineage of this show, I forget – okay, I didn't forget that the show happened. I just forgot when. It wasn't this one, thank God. But do you remember that year where it was Tables, Ladders, Chairs, and Stairs? Yeah. I mean, that stairs match is pretty memorable. Didn't it leave like a freaking huge hematobin on Eric Rowan's head? Oh my gosh, yeah. 
And that's, you know what? Only stairs are legal in this one. That's yeah. God dang it, pal. I must have more steel stairs. Like, who the hell pitched that match? And then between those two, Eric Rowan and the big show. Well, you know, if you're going to have a stairs match, who the hell else are you going to get? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe somebody entertaining. What are you saying? Uh, you know what? All I can say to that, I'm going to get it out of the way early, man. All I can say to that is shut up and take my money. <laughs> I had to get oh it in early. God. This one is actually, uh, I don't know. I mean, not to ruin anything, you know, with our final ratings and all that, but this was actually a pretty decent show. I thought I didn't hate watching any of it. Some of it was really good. Some of it was, it was there, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I guess, yeah, I, 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 I guess that happened. It's, uh, it, it, it's in the, the record books, well, out there. Two years but, from uh, this, I would be at, uh, the How many years? Uh, I think it was 2018, so two years. Ah, okay, gotcha. Uh, well, I have never been to a TLC event. Uh, it's not one of them where it's like, it's on my bucket list, where it's like, oh man, I want to go to TLC. But at the same time, uh, it's usually a fun event. I mean, there's only been a couple of them that I can think of that weren't, you know, I wasn't like jumping out of my seat for. Usually they're, they're pretty good. They got some good stuff, uh, especially if you're into all the weapons stuff and all that. It's, it's fun. And this one was no different. Uh, we got a, we didn't get a ladder match per se on this one. Did, I, I don't believe. Uh, we got a no DQ match. We, oh, oh, I'm sorry. We did get a ladder match and we, and a yeah, chair match. It was really okay. good too. Yeah, and a, a chairs match, a tables match, and a TLC match. So we got it all in there. Uh, but we'll cover all of that. Before we officially dive into the news and notes, however, we are going to take a quick break to let you know that the main event, Marks, is sponsored by Fanatics. Get all your officially licensed sports gear with Fanatics at fanatics.com. The actual link is down in the podcast description. If you could go ahead and click on that and just let them know that the main event, Marks, and the Unhinged Sports Radio Network sent you when you go to check out also, we're sponsored by Swift Lifestyles. They are clean energy drinks and focus enhancers and great tasting vitamins and big brain nootropics that are made and shipped from the USA. Go to swiftlifestyles.com and use our special promo code main event marks. That's all one word for 15% off your order. And as always, make sure that you follow us on all forms of social media, Twitter and Instagram. We're at main event underscore marks. You can also follow Greg on Instagram at main event collector on Facebook. We're facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. And you can get links to all of our social media, our merchandise stores and all of our Many uh, avenues that you can listen to the podcast on, on our link tree, that's linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. Check it out. Go to our link tree and uh, figure out how many ways you can listen to the podcast, including YouTube. Buy some swag from our swag shack, a.k.a. our bonfire and Redbubble stores. And uh, you can follow us on all forms of social media by going to linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. It's the easiest way to get all of those links in one location. But uh, now that that is all done and out of the way, uh, we are going to take our first break. When we come back, 
It is TLC 2016, right after this. Follow us on Twitter at main event underscore marks, Instagram at main event underscore marks, and at main event collector, and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. Get ready to rumble! In your new Main Event Marks merchandise, we've got t-shirts, hoodies, masks, hats, stickers, pins, and much more on our Redbubble store. That's maineventmarks.redbubble.com. You can also pick up some awesome clothing items with the latest updated show graphics on our Bonfire store. That's bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. Support your favorite retro wrestling podcast and pick up some cool swag on our Bonfire and Redbubble stores. That's maineventmarks.com redbubble.com and bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Hey gang, it's Commissioner Cooper of TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. Expert fantasy advice, free contests, leading expert medical and legal analysis, and most importantly, you. Interact with us on all social media platforms or check us out at tssfantasy.com. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Check out the fun today and be a part of the most interactive fantasy show around. TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts. Go to our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. We're back. Uh, before we dive into the news and notes, just remember, remember to follow us on all forms of social media, Twitter and Instagram. It's at main event underscore marks. And you can follow Greg on Instagram at main event collector. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. And you can find all of our links to our podcast, YouTube, social media, and our swag shacks, a.k.a. our merchandise stores on Bonfire and Redbubble. It's linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. All right, time to get into the news. It's a big semi-wrestling-related story that was, you know, being floated around, so I just figured I'd throw it in here and we'll move on without getting into it, and you'll see why. President-elect Donald Trump has chosen Linda McMahon to head the Small Business Administration. Didn't, oh, yeah. she, have, didn't she have to, like, officially get out of WWE, like, completely at this point? I like, have no clue. I I seem to remember something about oh. she sold off her stock or gave it to Vince or something because I think she personally Isn't she already in politics. Uh, she ran for the Senate, I think, out in um, 
Connecticut, where they live. And she lost horribly multiple times and, and spent millions of dollars on those races. Oh, well, money well spent. Yeah, right. Well, that's why, you know, you can see, like, her, the last one that she lost, you can see, uh, you know, she's given her concession speech on the stage, and her family's all behind her, and you can see Vince, like, crying, like, really bad. <laughs> People were like, yeah, he's crying, because he's like, how many millions did I waste? We're, we're six of all now this crap. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first uh, business venture he's wasted millions of dollars on, so, yeah, whatever. I'll tell you well, what, man. I mean, nobody likes losing money, but he, he can probably bounce back. So yeah, I, I think he's okay. Like you know, he's he's okay. His kids are okay. His kids' kids are okay. You know, it's oh man, I won't be able to get my my pool painted gold with real gold now. <laughs> Damn it! You're gonna eat out. You ever see that episode of the of uh, South Park where they were like uh, using Napster for music and they were mm-hmm. taking around? They were My taking them around. Was, uh, now Britney Spears can't have two pools in her backyard because you stole her music. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, there, and there's Lars Ulrich from from uh, Metallica can't get the, can't get that uh, gold crusted or, or gold crusted uh, uh, fish tank in his house this week. Now he'll have to wait until next week. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, good grief. Uh, to the surprise of nobody, Raw tickets for April 3rd in Orlando at the Amway Arena the day after WrestleMania are sold out. Tickets went on sale. And I was lucky public- enough to get them that day. Oh, it was, uh, I'm trying to think. WrestleMania 2017, that was 33. So yeah. that's right. It was, that was the one where the Hardys returned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's right. I, I remember you were there, and they had the big, uh, and, and that was when the New Day were, were the hosts of WrestleMania and all that. That was and cool. AJ had one of the greatest matches ever. That was a damn good one. Yeah, it was pretty good. And they beat the snot out of each other, dude, because Shane doesn't really know how to pull his punches. <laughs> so AJ was like, F it, we're just, we're going to throw hands. But uh, tickets went on sale to the public with about 14,000 tickets on sale. They went quickly. With tens of thousands of travelers coming in and with activities scheduled all week, including the Hall of Fame on Friday, NXT on Saturday, and both Raw and SmackDown on Monday and Tuesday, the arena tickets are often the quickest to go. Did you go to all of those shows? I did. I know you and I did in uh, Nolens for 34. That was fun as hell. Uh, we were actually talking about TakeOver New Orleans uh, the other day. <laughs> I forgot. I, I got it confused. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, because uh, there was something that happened, and I was like, oh, yeah, and you were like, oh, no, no, that, that happened in New Orleans. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, I forgot, because we were at multiple takeovers together. Actually, uh, and, cool. Yeah. Actually, I should say back when there were takeovers. We haven't seen one in a while. Well, yeah, well, now is, do, do they all just take place in, in Orlando now? Yeah, and they don't have takeover name on there, so. Ah, they'll be oh. back yeah, you'd like to hope. Uh, in an appearance on ESPN's Five Rounds podcast with Brett Okamoto and Brian Campbell, Conor McGregor. an MMA story. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Conor McGregor's agent, Adi Adder, Atar, I don't know how you pronounce it, addressed the possibility that we could see McGregor make an appearance at WrestleMania 33, 
Predictably, Atar said that they'd be willing to entertain offers from WWE if the financial terms are satisfactory, which they apparently weren't. They got drunk, though. You, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's I, actually cool. I'm not a jerk, so who's that? That's one, he's a, though. I'm, he's an idiot, I'm, but... <laughs> right. And I know, you know, there's still time. It's not like he's dead or disabled or anything, but uh, Conor McGregor's one... I'm kind of shocked hasn't popped up in wrestling yet. He will. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Well, speaking of MMA fighters and wrestling, do you see Cain Velasquez return to the ring for AAA? I didn't see it, but someone posted it, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen the match. I I, I hope he's dressed more like, because I haven't seen pictures or video or anything. I hope he's dressed more like what he did in WWE and not like his first appearance in AAA, because... He basically just wore track pants and a mask in AAA. That looks so stupid. Like, he looked like a, an actual wrestler when he was in WWE. The WWE has confirmed that Jerry Lawler and Amy Lita Dumas have been removed from regular weekly programming. Both have been moved from full-time deals to Legends contracts, and the decision was made to take them off the pre-show panels before Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-view events. Well, that, that Jerry Lawler one wouldn't last long. Yeah, is is he currently commentating full time? I, I forget. He, he's he does the um, pre show panel. He was on Raw last night too. Oh, well, okay, report yeah. early, but they were in Memphis by the way too. So there's that. Oh, of course. Well, and he, uh, I guess he just signed a new deal with WWE, a new Legends contract. So he's starting to he's starting to look as well. He's been looking at his age, but he's, he's I think he's finally letting his hair go. By the way, because I just saw a picture of him, and I'm like, wow, you are. Very gray and very thin on top now. Did did he look that way on Raw or? I couldn't really. I didn't really look, or I couldn't tell. Okay, yeah, because the picture he posted it was from Memphis, so I was assuming he looked that way. I was just like, wow, because he usually like dyes his hair and everything before he's seen in public. Uh, Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair will again be making history at Roadblock End of the Line later this month. It was announced on Raw that Banks would defend the uh, the uh, Raw Women's Championship against Charlotte in a 30-minute Iron Woman match at WWE's final pay-per-view of the year. Banks issued the challenge to Charlotte, and it was revealed that she had accepted later in the night. Banks was previously involved in the uh, in the only other women's Iron Man match in WWE history, where she took on Bayley for the NXT Women's Championship at TakeOver Respect last year. That, that was match, amazing match. Yeah. Anytime Bailey and Sasha Banks are in the ring together, it's magic. I mean, Sasha Banks and Charlotte had some pretty damn good matches, too. If I remember correctly, this one was more of the same. Uh, full disclosure, I gave Greg the choice between, I was like, okay, do you want to cover Roadblock into the line or TLC? <laughs> he picked TLC. So we are not going to be covering the winners. In my own opinion, I think we picked. I picked the better one, so... Ah, uh, yeah, you probably did. I like I I don't have them side by side to compare, but yeah, I I don't remember watching Roadblock and was like, man, that was amazing. Yeah, that's gonna be on the pod one day. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, we got to talk about this, man. Get get uh, get our hot takes. Flow Slam announced a new promotion and event for its streaming service, as it has inked IW or er, excuse me IPW UK for a deal which will start the company. 
uh, with the company's December 18th show, and will continue with 12 events from the promotion in 2017. The first event will air on a delay from the Casino Rooms nightclub in Rochester, Kent, UK, headlined by Cody Rhodes versus Will Ospreay. Back before Cody got booed by everybody while he's trying to be a babyface. Uh, something's yeah. never changed. <laughs> right. This was five years ago, by the way. Just keep that in mind. Yep. In the main event of a UK card against Will Ospreay, who's uh, been tearing it up in New Japan. I've you never been you, like... I you they didn't call him the R-word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That one, I like, that still amazes me. I'm like... Why that word? Like, of all the things you can chant at him, and... They could have given him just four-letter expletives and been like, whatever, it's just a wrestling crowd. <laughs> I mean... Well, was, that was in... Was that in New York or where? I forget where that took place. Do you remember? Detroit? Mm, I don't remember. Atlanta? But, oh, it was, well, that happened. Well, Atlanta, it was Detroit. Atlanta was this week, or this past week. Okay. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Detroit. Well, either way, AEW crowds are usually fairly progressive and, and whatnot, so you figure of all people, they would not be chanting that. But, like, good lord. <laughs> on, on top of just not making sense, it's just immature and stupid. Like, what? I don't know, man. Wrestling fans are weird sometimes. That's all I can say. Well, they're still not as toxic as, like, a video game community where they use racial words and homophobic slurs and oh good lord yeah and talk about them, stuff they do with your mother <laughs> get them 11 year olds on call of duty you know when their parents aren't home man <laughs> or they're just farther away in the house you know they don't necessarily be gone yeah within, uh, hearing brain well I don't, I don't know nowadays man they could probably say it right in front of their parents and they might get a dirty side eye but that's about it you know uh the only reason i threw this one in here is because of the person the story involves uh progress wrestling has er, held the graps of wrath that resulted in a oh, very <laughs> which resulted in a quick very quick sellout at the end of it all pete dunn who began 2016 not even on the roster as a regular captured the progress championship in a huge seven-man finale he has been like 18 years old here uh, yeah i don't know how old uh it means he could talk about Oh, good lord. Oh, wait, he's from oh. the UK, so 16, right? Marty Stroll will tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's like 14 or 16, I forget which, yeah. Wow, he brought up the Marty Skrull story. Yikes. I just saw a story that apparently he's back, and his his, his, his Instagram got reactivated too, so. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about where, that. I'm not supporting him, I'm not saying negative things, I don't, I don't have an opinion, so I'm just saying I just saw it, because I followed him on there, because he's a figure collector, which is really weird. I didn't know that, but yeah. Fun fact: well, you he, know. Hates, he hates people that keep figures in box. He absolutely despises <laughs> it. Yeah, well, what's what's a good way to pick up you know young young teenagers, man, with toys? Oh, I'm good, you went there. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, cool. At least I didn't say the worst thing, you know. <laughs> uh, Pete Dunn, by the way, was 23 at this time. He's 28 now. Uh, and something else I just learned, his, his actual last name is England. So he's Pete England from England. It's kind of funny. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> as proud as you can get, dude. 
Wait, when when your name is Pete England and you wrestle in England to start your career off, why are you changing that to a stage name? Just go with it, bro. <laughs> Maybe he didn't want to be cheered because of his last. I don't know. He gets cheered no matter what. He's like a freaking uh, a god over there. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I mean that that'd be like if you started your career in Alabama and your birth your your yeah, uh, and and your birth last name was uh, cousin lover and you're like nah I gotta change it. <laughs> I apologize to uh, any listeners from Alabama. I just had to throw it. <laughs> it's okay. I got a feeling this is getting edited out. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaving it in, man. Anyway. Impact Wrestling head writer David Lagana announced in November that he left the company. Lagana, who had worked for years with WWE and then with Ring of Honor before going to Impact Wrestling, wrote that, quote, Today I made the decision to leave TNA Impact Wrestling, a decision I do not make lightly, but one that I made to create a future that I can control. In 2017, you need to look forward to 2020 and beyond. My focus now is on personal branding, technology, and the wild west of storytelling available to all content creators today. End quote. All right. I would like to start with uh, looking forward to 2020. No, you don't want to look forward to that year. Yeah, right. (laughs) Spoiler Uh, alert. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, you weren't looking that far ahead, were you, Dave? Yeah, Dave Lagana um, was he, – he was around for a while. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so I, I can't look up and see where he is now. But, uh, yeah, like I said, he was in WWE for a long time. That He was in ROH for like a second, and then he went to TNA. So he did a lot of their um, video packages, I think. And I believe Bruce Pritchard was saying he was like, yeah, he was kind of overworked, which, you know, I believe it. They probably had a – small staff and heavily relied on people that they had. Here's, I don't know if you remember all this stuff. Uh, in a surprising move back in November, Billy Corgan announced on Twitter that he signed a settlement with TNA and Anthem Sports and Entertainment. The lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins didn't say much, but he did mention that he'll be doing some media next week to, quote, fill in the blanks and spell out what is slash isn't in the settlement. Anthem Property, the Fight Network, tweeted that they were, quote, happy with the arrangements made with Mr. Corgan, allowing Impact Wrestling to put this behind them and focus on producing great shows, end quote. Yeah, I about that. remember him being in Impact. I don't remember any of that stuff, though. But to be fair, I stopped following Impact at the time. Apparently, he bought, uh, he bought Impact, and according to him, Dixie didn't let him in on, like, how many debts there were, and uh, she didn't it's like buying him... a house that's like filled with like uh, termites and property yeah, taxes. And everything. <laughs> there's mold in the wall. The foundation's cracked. They didn't say crap to you. You just find out when the you know when the first rain comes and you start getting leaks. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, yeah, and I guess there's some there was some settlement. He he sued Dixie. And then he sued – well, I don't know if he sued Anthem when he sold it, but there was some settlement issues. Like, I think he was happy as hell to be out of TNA and that business completely. <laughs> I don't think he knew what he was getting into when he when he joined. I mean, Do you remember he, like, popped up a couple of times before he actually bought it? He was just like, like, oh, look who's in our backstage area. It's Billy Corgan. I do, yeah. I, I remember seeing him, and I'm like – 
who's this guy? And I'm like, oh, that's Billy Corgan? I'm like, because I'd never seen him before. I'm like, you're the least here for the Smashing Pumpkins. You look like a dork. Well, but, his band sucks, too, to be fair, so. Wow. Uh, I, I like them, sorry. <laughs> not touching that one. <laughs> uh, well, somebody else, well, somebody else is uh, that you don't like. The Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, have, have signed a new two-year contract, which covers both Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling, to continue on a similar schedule as they did this year. The deal has a significant increase in money and both company from both companies from 2017 and another increase in 2018 and will allow them to maintain their own merchandise. Uh, go figure, right? They are also I, going- hot I can't lose on TV. <laughs> I love that gif. Uh, they're also going to have more input into creative as they were the ones who set the wheels in motion for Matt Hardy's video on last night or on the show last night which we'll get into here in a moment. Yeah, um, I wonder what's going to happen when that two-year contract runs out, huh, Greg? Uh, nothing, uh, you know, nothing big. They're just going to, you know, re-sign or maybe go to WWE or, you know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, speaking of which, Friday's Ring of Honor Final Battle pay-per-view was already getting positive buzz before things got kicked up a few notches when Matt Hardy appeared on a video screen to challenge the Young Bucks in a surprise moment, following the Bucks retaining the uh, Ring of Honor. I challenged the Bucks of youth, actually. Yes, yeah, that one. Uh, but following the Bucks retaining the ROH Tag Team titles in a match over the Briscoes, Broken Matt appeared on screen and cut a promo saying he and Brother Nero, a.k.a. Jeff Hardy, are headed to Ring of Honor so that they can, quote, render you ramshackle rednecks and spot monkeys obsolete, before claiming that he would that they would delete the Bucks title reign. If I remember correctly, they were going to chew off their feet so they could no longer deliver kicks of super. What the hell? <laughs> <sighs> Matt Hardy's a nut. I like some of the stupid crap he would say. Like he called it the honorable ring. <laughs> my one of my favorites was was the one where he said something about uh uh uh, I buried this jobber better than the man of three H's or something like that. Yep. You, that was uh, something. <laughs> that, was, that was a bit more creative than, you know, pulling a, a sledgehammer and then a golden shovel out from under the ring, you know. By the way, you know, when Triple H is home with health problems, <laughs> by the way, yeah, just got to point, right. point that out. Uh, you know, if a listener of the show so was talking yeah. with me the other day about that. He was like, you know, Triple H is home with, with health problems. Cody's like, I'm going to make fun of this MF or on TV. And then Daniel kills himself. Yeah, right. Do you think that was karma? Could have been. Uh, he felt them flames, man. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Somebody's telling him, you're going to hell for that one. Like, damn, dude. Like, you literally just had a kid. You're going to do that, but. And his wife helped him do it while wearing a neck brace. (laughs) Why was she on the show, by the way? There is zero reason for it. She literally walked out to set a table on fire. Because she hasn't been on there, and we got to be reminded that it's her company. Oh, yeah. It's it's AEW Dynamite with Brandy. (laughs) We haven't said it in a long time, so there you go. Yep. Uh, Real quick on Ring of Honor before we uh, touch on the other stuff here. 
so it, it, it's a little ironic that um, final battle really may be their final battle. I hate saying it, but I think that there's no there's no question in my mind that it's the end. Yeah. Once Jay Lethal left, I mean, come on, dude, that's it. That's yeah. literally like if John Cena was to leave. That's it. Well, now it's looking it's like the Briscoes may. Well, now it's looking like uh, the Briscoes may pop up in AEW next. You see, oh, they're, do- going to that, they're going to the great GCW, dude. Oh my gosh! Let's. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, for God's sake! I hope that's just a pit stop. Okay, but to be fair, can you see anybody else but them in GCW? No. Yeah, well, okay, man. They, uh, they, I think they started their careers in CZW when they were like 17. So it, uh, it tracks. But you've been seeing their stuff online with, uh, FTR. They've been going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, but. Because every time they get a CZW guy to appear on Dynamite, it can only be good. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, let's, at least the Briscoes can actually wrestle. No, one of them. What? Uh, I'm assuming you're going with Jay on that one. Yeah. Hey, Mark is like the uh, if you're comparing him to another team, he's like Ortiz to uh, Jay Le- or to uh, Jay Briscoe Santana. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, moving on to some uh, MMA here to close things out. Uh, I found some interesting stuff from UFC during this time. Two very surprising names were among those in a recent round of layoffs at UFC, Chuck Liddell and Matt Hughes. Both fighters were believed to have jo- have jobs for life, but were let go in cost-cutting measures by new owners, WMEIMG. Apparently they serve no purpose, so I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what their official job titles were, which should tell you uh, something. Executive right Vice there. President, probably. <laughs> Wow, good grief. There's a shot. Uh, But as we expected, when the announcement was teased earlier in the week, we saw the public unveiling of the the latest organization to join the labor fight against the UFC and WME-IMG with George St. Pierre, Donald Cowboy Cerrone, Cain Velasquez, Tim Kennedy, and TJ Dillashaw in the fold. The Mixed Martial Arts Athletes Association was announced on a conference call with the media, former Bellator CEO Bjorn Rebney joined the fighters on the call, saying that he's working as an advisor and helping provide strategy and support. The association laid out their plans to establish a collective bargaining agreement with UFC to establish a 50-50 revenue split between the promotions and the fighters. They are solely... Well, none of this would go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but they're solely focused on the UFC, and the participants claimed multiple times on the call that the UFC fighters only received 8% of the company's revenue. Isn't this kind of like every lawsuit in wrestling goes against WWE? Pretty much. Like, well, got to sue them. Uh, yeah, I mean, UFC at this point was so big, okay, even if they lost all of these guys, which they didn't, oh well. I mean, yeah, George St. Pierre is a huge draw in Canada. Cain Velasquez, huge name. But, uh, you know. Dilla Douche? What? So, yeah, but Dilla Douche? Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, a little slick uh, in the grass? 
Yeah. This, uh, you, you don't like TJ Dillashaw, I take it? I do not. Hmm. What did he do? He's just a little pump. He's, he's, <laughs> he dumped dry a favor to, to go train somewhere else and thinks he's hot crap. And, well, he also got popped for steroids twice and was gone for a full year because he got suspended. So he's a cheater, too, on top of that. So there's plenty of reasons I don't like him. Wow. Well, did did he dispute it, Greg? Because, you know, John Jones has disputed, like, every single one of his failed drug tests, you know, so that means we got to believe him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, I, I heard, by the way, he, he uh, blocked a few people that actually reported the story of his failed drug test. So Yeah, I can't be having fast getting in the way of a, a good lie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, look, just because every time you drug test me, I fail, doesn't mean anything, all right? Prove it. Yeah, it's you, not me. Yeah, a, a 50-50 revenue split. Man, freaking Conor McGregor tried this years after this. It didn't go anywhere. This is never going to happen. Sorry. It's like wrestlers trying to get, you know, insurance from the companies that they work for. Unfortunately, it's just not going to happen. Whether you believe in it or not, Sorry. Uh, last couple stories here. UFC announced that on Jan- the January 21st pay-per-view, uh, originally scheduled at the Honda Center in Anaheim, California, is being moved to August 5th instead. Their February 11th show at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, will now become UFC 208 instead of 209. Originally, there was going to be a head-to-head battle. <laughs> what? Uh, that was the one, I think, that Conor McGregor attacked the bus Oh, 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 oh man. Yeah. yeah. Sure oh, man. And he almost got thrown in jail for it, or did he get thrown oh, he in did, jail? He did, but, yeah. you know, got right out. Just, you know, hey, uh, welcome to America. Yeah, wait. Well, hey, money talks, man. You know, he's uh, he's got all that money. He can bail himself out a thousand times over, and, uh, well, he did. Originally, there was going to be a head-to-head battle that night, both on TV and regionally as Bellator is running a Spike TV show in Los Angeles at the Forum, headlined by Shale Sonnen versus Tito Ortiz. Bellator tweeted, Don't worry, SoCal, we'll be here for you. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. <laughs> the January date was going to be difficult for UFC because there were no obvious main events for that show, given almost every major star and or champion either fought in November or is booked for one of the UFC's five December shows, or was injured or unavailable. Coincidentally, the January card this year is in the Honda Center, a.k.a. Huh. the Pond. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm trying to go, so probably going to wait for tickets to drop. How far of a drive is Anaheim from you? It's five and a half, six hours. Oh, that's not, yeah, that's not too hateful. That's it's like right, me it's Chicago. Right to Chicago. It's right next to Los Angeles, dude, so... Yeah, well, I, th- I was just thinking that was a longer drive. Literally uh, down the street from Disneyland. Like, you can hear the uh, fireworks from Disneyland's night shows at night from the Honda Center. I know this from the last wow. UFC I went to. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, because uh, that, that, that's about the distance from me to Chicago. So that's that's yeah. not a hateful drive. Final story we have here. Also what about you in Nashville? Same way? Mm, yeah-ish. I, I got to look up the exact time uh, it takes to get there. About five, six hours, something like that. Uh, final story here involving Conor McGregor. Just when you thought Conor McGregor's 2016 couldn't get more interesting, the reigning lightweight champion is now a licensed boxer in the state of California. 
While he was granted a license in California, Fox Sports' Damon Martin says that he's expected to also attempt to gain licenses in other prominent states like Nevada, Texas, and New York. I wonder where that's going to go. To this date, he's had one boxing match. I think it's still the most watched one in history, too. At least bought one, I should say. Yeah, uh, I I believe that. I I think the most bought uh, UFC event is him and Khabib, so... Hey, the guy sells. Yep. Hey, he sells stuff with his mouth, man. Just strictly on his mouth. Like he had people actually absolutely fucking nothing. Well, he he actually he talks so good. He had people believing he he was gonna go in there and beat Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I held out hope. Uh, I mean, he he hung in there. Yeah, more than there was never pro- a chance in hell. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he hung in there longer than he probably should have, but. Yeah, at the end, he, he got gassed and got whooped, so it is what it is. Yeah, those idiot Paul brothers, that's a good win for him. Hell yeah, I'd pay to see him whoop the crap out of both of them. Not, not just I, one. I, I, don't believe in, I don't believe in glorified murder, so I'm going to pass on that. It depends on who it is, okay? Do, do they got it coming? All right, because, you know, if those two, I, I'd like to see it. <laughs> but all right. That about wraps up the news and notes. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to dive into WWE TLC 2016 right after this. Follow us on Twitter at main event underscore marks, Instagram at main event underscore marks, and at main event collector, and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. This message is brought to you by Belly Up Sports. No, just kidding. This is not an NWO promo. This is just me, Kyle Sullivan, a.k.a. Shaggy Von Doom, the host of Here in Puckburg on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I have a hockey podcast where we talk about hockey fandom and the love of the game and where that leads you in this, this game we call life. Why am I on Main Event Marks telling you about this? Well, what if I told you I had one half of the world's greatest tag team, otherwise known as the Main Event Marks, the one and only Greg, Superfly Greg. He was on and he was talking about his love of the game. So you might want to come over and check that episode out. If you like what you hear, you can check out the rest of our incredible episodes with our incredible hockey community from PHF athletes, ESPN personalities, fathers of NHL players, and a whole lot more. Come by, follow the show, give a like, give a subscribe, and it'd be great to have you here in Puckburg. But enough about me. Let's get back to what you're really here for, the main event marks, because they are the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. 
The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts. Go to our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. And we're back. Don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media, Twitter and Instagram. It's at main event underscore marks and at main event collector on Instagram. If you want to follow Greg, uh, he tweets out stuff about the show and about his uh, figure collections. And on Facebook, we're at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. Now, getting into the show at hand is WWE TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs 2016 from December 4th, 2016. This was at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> the attendance, 12,500. <laughs> that's why I, I laugh way too hard at that. I mean, that's yeah. what I call it, too. But. Yeah. I like it. I liked uh, Keith Urban, or not Keith Urban, who, the freaking Australian actor, I can't think of his name, in uh, in Thor, when he said it. You remember? Uh, Hemsworth? No, it's uh, the other one. Uh, Car- Carl Urban, that's it. Remember when he's holding the guns, and he's like, they're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the crap, dude? Uh, but during the kickoff pre-show, which I did not watch back, by the way, uh, the team of yep. Apollo, the team of Apollo Crews, the Hype Bros, which was Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder, uh, and Stay Hypes, and uh, American Alpha, Chad Gable and Jack and Jason Jordan faced Kurt Hawkins, or you know, bare minimum Brian, the Ascension, which is Connor and Victor, and the Vaude Villains of Simon Gotch and Aiden English, Jason Good Jordan, boy. just like what a team, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, they make the show. I I know. I don't get it. But Jason Jordan won the match for his team by pinning Simon Gotch after performing Grand Amplitude. Uncle Dave rated it two and a quarter stars. But you got to bump it up with that quarter star, man. I'm sure it earned it. Uh, let's take a game with at least four. But you know. Yeah. Right. Well, let's take a look at you know some of the, these people here. Uh, Apollo Cruz still doing good in WWE. Uh, Mojo Raleigh, Zack Ryder, not there anymore. Mer- uh, Chad Gable's still there. Jason Jordan, gone. Kurt Hawkins. Maybe I think he might be in the back. Uh, I thought he was one of the people they released, but maybe not. I don't know. But, uh, let's see. Kurt Hawkins, gone. Ascension, gone. Vaude Villains, gone. Damn. <laughs> That's, uh, two people left out of this man. Not many of them are doing anything. Yeah, I know. I just... I thought the Ascension was going to do something. They got rid of so-and-so. Okay, yeah, you're right. Now they can go do whatever they want. What are they doing? Oh. Yeah, well, (laughs) did you see that uh, Fandango popped up in the NWA? That was weird. And he's he's now known as Dirty Dango. So. That sounds like a horrible poor name. Yeah, why, like, of all the names you could have went with, Dirty Dango, like, What? Well, you know what I see? I'm going to go back and look. I don't know if that was an up, up, down, down thing. Yeah, I might have been. I don't well, know. Well, you know what, man? They never drew a dime. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyway, moving on. Uh, this match is Heath Slater and Rhino defending the WWE SmackDown tag team titles against the Wyatt family of Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton with Luke Harper in their corner. This one went just shy of six minutes. In the end, Rhino attempted a gore on Orton outside of the ring, but Luke Harper pushed Orton, resulting in Harper getting gored. Rhino returned to the ring to face Wyatt, who he believed was the legal man. 
Orton, however, surprised Rhino with an RKO for the pinfall win. Uncle Dave only gave it a star and three quarters. I gave it two stars. What say you? Give it two. It was fun. Yeah. Rhino and Heath are still teaming this day, by the way, in TNA. (laughs) Yeah, so freaking weird. Like... I mean, not that they were a terrible team, but I'm just like, why is this the team that's like, got to stick together, man? <laughs> you know, because when people think of Rhino and Heath Slater, they think of a package deal, man. As of this recording, uh, Heath's going to be at the next BTW show in, in uh, Newark next month. I might go. Wow. Nice. B- oh, that's BTW? Yeah, APW hasn't started back up yet, so I don't know what's up with that. Strange, Yeah. Well, after the match, Luke Harper brings the SmackDown tag titles to Orton and Wyatt, and they celebrate together. Bray then puts his title on Harper's shoulder, and Harper and Orton glare at each other for a moment before Orton puts his title on Harper's other shoulder, and they all pose together. Because, see, remember at the time, ladies and gents, Luke Harper knew that Randy Orton couldn't be trusted, but Bray Wyatt trusted him, so there was tension in the Wyatt family. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) Because uh, this all ended with Randy Orton burning down a shed, which apparently was very meaningful to uh, old Bray. That's where all the bodies were buried under. Anyway. Oh. Wait, did Bob Ross paint the picture? <laughs> what the hell? You never heard that old uh, theory? What if Bob Ross's pictures are all places where he hit the bodies? <laughs> <laughs> what? The, holy crap. <laughs> That's effed up. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> Oh well, and and, and I, I forgot. Not believe it either, but I didn't come up with it. Yeah, right. Uh, here's here's a happy little burial site right here. That that'll be our little secret. Uh, you made it worse. That's the way he talked. <laughs> well, this also, you know, this this also culminated in the uh, the infamous uh, House of Horrors match on pay per view. Oh. Which you were at, live. I, t- I took my mother to that, because apparently I don't like my mother, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because you were like, you know what, Mom? Screw you. you you got to watch this. Remember when you didn't get me all the stuff I wanted for my birthday when I was five? Yeah, well, here's this. <laughs> oh, and you know what I say to House of Horrors, man? Shut up and take my money. Hell yeah. And Damn Lord sir. knows they did take my money. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> But we now go backstage with Dasha, who is now in AEW, oddly enough, uh, standing by with Dean Ambrose. He's asked about James Ellsworth's condition, and he said, well, he's keeping his chin up. He's keeping his spirits up. <laughs> his chin, because, yeah. you know, he's got that raw yeah, hard chin. Well, do you, do you get it, Greg? Because he I got have it. A chin. I didn't want it. Yeah, he, get, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have a chin, you see. we got to smack you in the face with it. Dasha asks yeah. Dasha asks if Ambrose needs to keep his anger in check, and Ambrose says that his anger is his greatest asset. He ends by saying, as a great friend of mine once said, it's going to be hard times. We now go to Dean Ambrose's wife, Renee Young, standing by with AJ Styles, who says that he's been in TLC-style matches before, and he knows what to expect. He says that Dean Ambrose will only get in time to er, will only uh, wake up in time to see him retaining his WWE title. So, is he referring to Full Metal Mayhem? Yeah, TLC style matches. Uh, for those that don't know, Full Metal Mayhem was TNA's version of TLC. 
they got around the tables by saying, well, the frame of the table is metal, so you can use it. Whatever. Anyway, up next. No. <laughs> You're not buying it, Greg? Is that what I'm hearing here? Uh, no. <laughs> this is stupid. But... Up next is Nikki Bella versus Carmella in a new disqualification match. This went for eight minutes. Carmella. Where I started to fall asleep. <laughs> How dare you, Greg? You wake up for Nikki Bella, all right? She I was. Care what they look like. I fell asleep. She was the longest reigning Divas champion of all time, and if you forget, she'll remind you twenty times. Yeah. Cool. Because that's that matter. <laughs> yeah, cool. You held that ugly ass butterfly belt longer than anybody. Good for you. Chip, how? No, that was a belt. That was like it's like a baby's toy. Anyway. Use your hands. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna save the jokes on that one. Uh, Carmella's got a shiner. It's not all this match is good for, but you know, I save it. Okay. <laughs> Carmella's got a shiner under her right eye. Carmella had repeatedly been attacking Nikki Bella from behind, leading to this match. Uh, not like John Cena attacked Nikki Bella from behind. Anyway, uh, I said I was—I said I was going to leave the jokes alone, but I just—I couldn't. All right, it was right there. Got that written down, don't you? <laughs> Carmella is no Lufez, but Nikki Bella has always been awful. Okay, it's just yikes. Speaking Carmella's of awful, gotten ten thousand times better to this day, though. Not yeah. saying she's amazing, but. Go back and look at this compared to now. She's way better. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's very – she's at least serviceable now. You know, she's not having, like, you know, stink. Uh, and I'm going to hold the jokes. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of awful, David Otunga's on commentary, and he's brutal. The match ends with Nikki. I, I didn't think he was that bad. I just didn't think he added anything. No. It, well, that's my I thing. Like he was just, just there. Yeah, he wasn't necessarily, like, horrible. It's just like it, – it's like, why are you here? You add nothing. Wait, eh, I don't know. And when he says stuff, you know, like if he were to give his expertise as a former wrestler, I'd laugh my ass off because he wasn't good. So he's not a lawyer, even though he's, you know, trained and educated in that. He's not a lawyer. I'm sure McDivitt could be his only good opponent, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's he was a mediocre uh, attorney and then he was a mediocre wrestler and a mediocre commentator. So literally... Yeah, you only... sound like uh, Richard Sherman, dude, the quarterback. His, his <laughs> favorite word was mediocre on anybody he faced. <laughs> wow. Well, this is, the only thing he did was, uh, you know, marry somebody who's more rich and famous than him. So, uh, cool. They, she dump him? <laughs> yeah, they had a brutal divorce, and she tried to take... Full custody from him of their kids. So you think he would have a leg up on winning? I I don't know. Maybe I... leading to my uh, analysis that he was probably a mediocre attorney. All right. <laughs> so there you go. But the match ends. Clarify, Nikki... by the way, you say brutal divorce. There was no physicality. Just gotta clarify that. I yeah. Think. Oh yeah. I, I don't. I think she did allege that he was, uh, like he put his hands on her or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Not like that was, you know, topic of, like, something I needed to check up on daily. It's like I just got little blurbs and news flashes. I've already forgotten what her damn name is, honestly, so there's that. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Hudson. I, yeah, she, she's in that one movie with Adam Sandler on Netflix. Yeah. That. She anyway. uh, on America's Got Talent? Or... Oh, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even remember. <laughs> Mark and Idol. A lot of those shows. I don't know. Yeah, one of them damn things. 
But the match ends when Nikki sprays Carmella with a fire extinguisher and then hits the Rack Attack 2.0 for the win. I felt like I was now, watching. Gotta say, man, what a name for a move, though, huh? Let's give her some credit for that. That was like her only thing. She's like, what am, what, what can I really get over with? I know, my big fake breasts. So I've got to draw attention to them any chance I get. Which, you know, whatever. But you have, you know, isn't that a rule in life? You go with what works. Yep. You can't I mean, for that. You can't. She walks to the ring, ripping her shirt off. She calls her move the rack attack. I mean, you know, there you go. Did I ever tell you, real quick, um, going back to the Orlando WrestleMania? Or was, mm-hmm. it, or was it, no, it might have been New Orleans with you. Didn't we see that little girl, Izzy, pretending to be her? Yes. Yep, that you, was, yeah. yeah, you were talking yeah. to her dad, and we were standing in line to meet, I think, the Ascension or somebody. No, uh, it was the revival. Okay, when we were standing in line to meet the revival, and they were behind us, and you struck up a conversation with her dad, and right next to us was where you could do like a wrestler's entrance, and they would play the music and the Tron and everything, and you could come out onto the stage. And Nikki Bella's theme came on, and she starts mocking, like doing the the whole entrance right there, acting it out. To and I'm I'm like trying to avert my eyes. I'm like, don't watch this little girl pretend to rip her shirt off because she's uh, like twelve at the time, maybe. Maybe. Oh, I, yeah. Maybe. You're being generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I'll just I'll just say that. It was it, it was weird. But to wrap this match up here, I, I felt like the good lord, I was facing the other way and you told me about it. <laughs> yep. I I saw it, my eyes got really big and I looked away like huh? oh, nope. man. didn't see it. But I felt like I was watching a four minute match at half speed, stretching out to eight minutes. Uncle Dave gave it two stars. I gave it one, just barely. What say you? How the hell did he give this two? <laughs> I don't freaking know, man. He's weird. I'll give it. I'll give it one. Trying to be nice. Oh, I almost wanted to give it zero. I don't like giving matches zero if they try, and I want to say they tried. So give it one. Well, like there are certain streaming services that you can like speed it up or slow it down you can do that on youtube whatever make it double speed or half speed or whatever i felt like this match was that at half speed so like the speed of smell yeah well after the match carmella grabs the microphone as nikki bella's leaving and says that she never attacked nikki at survivor series it was natalia dun 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 yeah, yeah so that was a nice twist. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's like a nice M. M. Night Shyamalan's twist. You know, the the twist is it sucked. Actually, anymore, that would be the, the the twist would be if it didn't suck with M. Night Shyamalan's. But uh, we now go back to Dasha the Robot. Speaking of that and staying on wrestling, I heard Batista just sign off our movie of his. Really? Hmm? Wow. Well, you know, Batista's in that new Dune movie. Doesn't really say or do much, just kind of stands around and gets angry. But, you know, he's in it. And I like how the next Guardians is his last one. Like, yeah, really? what's doing what's making you good. Yeah. I I don't I don't want to star in these movies anymore that people actually watch. <laughs> Any movie he was in before that, I was just kind of like, eh. How but anyway. You we, a Fast and Furious movie? I feel like he's tailor made one of those. Yeah, he can at least act as good as Vin Diesel, so I might as well. Huh, they he's, make a million dollars a piece. Yeah. 
Well, he's uh, he was in Spectre. Yeah, James Bond Spectre. That's right. That was a good but, movie. He was really good in that, actually. Yeah, I don't think I think he had what one line in the whole movie, but yeah, that's he why he was fun. good in it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But anyway, uh, we now go back to Dasha the robot standing backstage with SmackDown General Manager Brian or Daniel Bryan. WWE interview. Yeah, this took me back, by the way, because I forgot he was GM. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird. And then you see where he is now. Uh, WWE interviewers always ask the dumbest, most meaningless questions, and Dasha keeps that trend going by asking Daniel Bryan if he favors some wrestlers over others, and, he, and if he really wants the Miz to lose his Intercontinental title tonight. You know, the guy who's been personally attacking Daniel Bryan. Do, do you not like him? <laughs> But Brian says that, yeah, that's true, and Dolph Ziggler would be a better representation for SmackDown. But Miz does bring a star quality to the IC title. The Miz and Maurice then walk up. He's a star quality everything, but whatever. <laughs> uh, the Miz and Maurice then walk up, and Miz and Brian both say that they don't like each other. Miz says that he wishes that he could push Daniel Bryan off of a ladder tonight, but he'll have to settle for watching the Miz retain his title tonight. Uh, I just, I see that Maurice is back, by the way. It was all last night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kudos to her, man, for having, uh, don't they have, like, two kids now? Mm-hmm. Still looking that hot? Just good for Still her, Looking man. all kinds of roll tide. <laughs> yeah, right. She's, uh, she was all the way live. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but anyway, this next match is a ladder match. It is The Miz with Maurice defending the Intercontinental title against Dolph Ziggler. In about 25 minutes. Okay, Mickey. <laughs> wow. Uh, during the match, Miz... <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, you're leaving out the caddy, okay? No, I'm not. Yes, he was Kerwin White's just, caddy. I That's what... remember uh, trying to forget it, so... That's what we all remember him as. Don't, don't try to hide it, all right? But during the match, Miz targets, targets Ziggler's leg... Uh, Miz applies the figure four leg lock on Ziggler, whose leg was trapped in the ladder. As Ziggler climbed the ladder, Miz performed a slingshot powerbomb on Ziggler onto a ladder wedged in the corner. In the end, as Ziggler tried to retrieve the Intercontinental title, the Miz climbed up the ladder and attacked Ziggler with two kicks to the nards. Then he grabbed the belt for the win. Uncle, Uncle Dave gave this four stars. I only gave it three. Not to say I didn't like it. Just, I didn't think it was four stars. What say you? I said three as well. I don't know how the hell we should get four. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I don't know a lot of that stuff that guy says. So. He's actually, there were quite a few matches here that he rated higher than I did. And I'm just like, really? That's a change. Usually WWE shows, he underrates things. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, this match was good. I'm not, like, putting it down or anything. I enjoyed it. Uh, the match they had at No Mercy uh, two months prior, which I was at, it was amazing. I, don't I was kind of worn out on these two. I will say, this was a golden age, in my opinion, or, well, another golden age for SmackDown. Like, there was a lot of good stuff happening on SmackDown during this time period. Good stuff, pal. I mean, I remember... I was legitimately hyped for every SmackDown pay-per-view uh, during this era. So the Raw ones, I mean, there were quite a few that I was excited for, too, but not quite as much as on the SmackDown side. So, I don't know. It, 
it seems to just be the trend. Like you and I talked about it before. It's like SmackDown's always the better. Don't know why, just is. But Miz grabs the microphone after the match and says that he dedicates his win to Daniel Bryan because him <laughs> constantly stacking the deck against the Miz has motivated him to be the greatest intercontinental champion ever. Miz says that Dallas hands out participation awards and the Miz and Maurice are winners. <laughs> did uh did you see I was I was just thinking about this because I've laughed about it in the past. because um, there was a, a guy that you and I know that whenever we would play wrestling games together <laughs> uh, if somebody was the Miz and he was Chris Jericho, he'd be like, This is for stealing my everything, Miz. <laughs> and Oh man. Did you see uh Chris Jericho was actually talking about the Miz recently on his podcast or something? Oh, that somebody just can't keep that man's name out of their mouth. I know it's weird. I'm like, what is it with the, like? What did the Miz do? Yeah, he's a major star. I mean, you know, he's he is, but the only just, crossover star right now they got. There's that. So, but are they mad because his reality show is better than Roads to the Top or whatever the hell it's called? I only seen like part of uh, one episode of that, and I've seen all of Miz and Mrs. It's just, yeah. it's great. I heard Roads to the Top is as brutal to watch. <laughs> I mean, it's got brandy on it, so there you go. But, yeah, I don't know. It's The Miz is great. But, uh, well, what Chris Jericho was saying was he said the skull-crushing finale is a stupid name for a move, and he stole it from him, and he called it the breakdown, and, and that's a much better name for the move. Jeff Jarrett? Uh, kind of. Jeff's was more Wait, of like a – what about for, Ken? Did, oh, Ken did the other way. Yeah, well, Je Jeff – Jeff's is more of like a reverse um, Russian leg sweep, actually. If you look at it, I don't know. But close enough. Either way. And plus, it was like not many people remember that Chris Jericho even did that move. He only did it for like a hot minute. I think he did it to win the WCW title from The Rock, and then maybe a time or two after that, and that was it. Yeah, basically. Uh, but up next, we get Kalisto. Uh, now with... Backstage bitching action. <laughs> According to uh, Matt Cardona, uh, he is taking on. Oh, <laughs> I didn't include that in the figure. I just want to know, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, did by the way, didn't did Kalisto hasn't he had like a dark match or something in AEW? He was on AEW. Was he? Oh yeah. Is, what what is he going? Del Sol, Samurai Del Sol. Okay, I was just about to ask if he was going by his old name. Okay. Yeah. And the guy that should, you know, go jump off a cliff because he spelled John Huber's name wrong, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, so stupid. People just don't like that fool. I'm going to give him a pass on them. Like, he literally spelled it like it is in the Bible, and he's like, probably hardcore Catholic. Are you seriously going well, to the... cancel him over that? That's the normal spelling of John. So, yeah, yeah. it's just, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said. Like, if guys, was, I, I'm just saying for that, I get, no people should use up. Whatever else he did, I, that's, I don't know. Well, but I guarantee. That, like, I have, there's, there's no big deal with that. I'm sorry. And, and no, also, will correct, you know, John to H. I can tell you for a fact, he does it on mine. So, you know. Well, that's, I, I'm just saying, it's like, I guarantee they did that. Only because they don't like that fool. If it was anybody yeah. else, they'd be like, ah, whatever. Well, he dug his own hole there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but he should be holding someone responsible for something stupid like that. 
It's not like he got his name wrong completely and called him like Ed or something. Jeez. Didn't uh, didn't Kalisto's former tag partner there, Sin Cara, get into a backstage fight with Chris Jericho? <laughs> I don't I know. know he, I I know Sin Cara got into a backstage fight with somebody and like bit. Their hey, which one? The fake something. one or the the real one? Uh, Hunico or whatever his real name is. Yeah. Yeah, look like yeah. legit cholo, so he might have kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I guess he like bit. I guess he like bit their fingers or something while they were fighting. And I was like, damn, dude. Oh, fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kalisto versus Baron Corbin in a chairs match. This one went 13 minutes. <sighs> this is an. This is another one of those infamous Baron Corbin. I'm big and you're small feuds. That was literally the premise of every feud he had for like. Three or four and years. He ain't even that big. I mean, he's a large guy. He's not that big. I know. Like, oh, hey, little guy. Hi, yeah. It's like, dude. It's like the the guys he's calling little. I mean, sure, Kalisto is is short, but like someone like Finn Balor, he's above the national average of height. It's not like he's you know Hornswoggle. I mean, come on. I, it's like that just tells me, tells me it's like can they seriously not come up with anything better for him than I big you small we fight. Sure. <laughs> uh, Corman dominates. And most also of- remember in this matchup, in case you didn't know, they'll tell you six times he's a former Gold Gloves champion. If oh, you didn't know that. They yeah. will tell you. <laughs> and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner. That's, all right, yeah, because that means something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At least the gold gloves you'd be proud of. I don't know that means. Right. Uh, in the end, or let's see, uh, Corbin dominates most of this one. Kalisto does get in some decent offense here and there. In the end, Corbin swats Kalisto out of midair with a chair shot and then hits the end of days on Kalisto onto a pile of chairs for the win. This was actually better than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be complete trash, but it wasn't. Uh, Uncle Dave gave it two and three quarters of a star. I gave it two and a half stars. What say you? Dose. I thought it was at least average. I it, it was fun. The ending was cool. Yeah. I do you ever sit there and wonder like one of Baron Corbin's favorite moves is that one where like he gets thrown in the corner but he like slides out and then slides back in the other side and clotheslines somebody. Yeah. You ever wonder it's like was he was he a wrestling fan and he watched the big boss man or did somebody tell him to do that? He just well, he adopted. did that. Bo- he does that boss man thing on the ropes, so it had to be that. Where he sits him on the second rope like a six one nine, but then he runs and jumps on their back. Oh yeah. He says he's done more, but I mean, that's big boss man is great and everything. It's kind of a random one. It's like I was a huge big boss man fan growing up, and I wanted to, you know, adopt some of his moves. Okay. <laughs> I so wanted to be the guardian angel. <laughs> he wanted to be Big Bubba. <laughs> uh, he well, you know, he was inspired by that feud, that great feud he had with John Tenta over his head being shaved. Oh God! It now culminated, guys, by the way, <laughs> it culminated in the Johnson City Silver Dollar match. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Real that's match. Gonna my, that's going to be my vote for next retrospective. Is the retrospective of, of that match? Oh yeah. Well, we you know we got to review all of them in the in the the annals of history, man. <sighs> anyway, uh, backstage, Dasha is standing by again with Natalia and Did after. You mentioned how she was looking, by the way. Yeah. Dasha or Natalia? Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah. 
She's standing by with Natalia and asks her to comment on Carmella's accusations earlier in the night. Natalia says that she wishes Be- uh, Becky Lynch luck tonight and says that Carmella is lying when Dasha says, well, why would she lie? And she goes, I don't know, because she's a liar. <laughs> I was expecting her to call it the word there, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice that she didn't take the easy the easy way out, but at the same time. Uh, she's a liar. What? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, she's well, a liar. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. <laughs> I just. That was uh, harsh words from Natalia. Back to you, Mean Gene. (laughs) Anyway, up next, it's uh, Becky Lynch, not yet the man. She is defending the WWE SmackDown women's title against Alexa Bliss in a tables match. This one went about 15 minutes. First thought that went through my head, how the hell are either one of these women going to go through a table? They weigh like 100 pounds soaking wet. A lot of but, force, yeah, I don't know. Well, do you remember that Hell in a Cell where Sasha, like Sasha Banks, could not get put through a table no matter what the hell happened? Yeah, was, uh, I think I was at that one. Yeah, like Charlotte kept throwing her into a damn table, slamming her into a table, and that damn thing would not break. I'm like, dude, Sasha's like ninety pounds. Yeah, she's not gonna go through the table. <sighs> they must have gimmicked these ones pretty well. That's all I gotta say, but. Again, first note, this was better than I thought it would be. The match ended with uh, Lynch, when uh, Lynch and Bliss fought onto the ring apron above a table. Bliss gets pushed down to the floor, and then she hits a powerbomb off the apron to Lynch through a table for the win. She is the new champion. Uncle Dave only gave this a star and three quarters. I actually gave it three stars because of who's in it. I thought it was one of the better Alexa Bliss matches I've ever seen. What say you? I thought it was one of the better matches of the night at this point, so I gave it three as well. Yeah, it was really good, and uh, all you know, all cards on the table I here. Don't I, think Alexa gets enough credit. I'm not a fan of her in ring work. I just, I never thought she was very good. I don't think she's bad. I just, I don't think she's very good. I never. I, think I don't. Know. I think she's way better than people give her credit for. Well, there's a certain. You know, a friend of mine who would vehemently disagree with me about Alexa Bliss, and he'd get very angry with me for even saying this. I just, I don't know. I think she's a great character. I just, I never, I've never looked forward to an Alexa Bliss match. I'll just say that. But this one was really good. I always look forward to seeing her in a match. Well, if you're going to put it that way, I'll, you know. But outside of the ring, Dasha asks Becky how she feels right now, and Becky says that she let herself down, she's upset with herself, and she doesn't feel good. Oh, well, I you know, I expected her to feel great after that loss and, you know, just getting thrown through a damn table. So I, <laughs> I, I, for one, am shocked. Good Lord. Anyway, we're going to take our second-to-last break here. When we come back, we're going to dive into the main event right after this. Follow us on Twitter at main event underscore marks, Instagram at main event underscore marks, and at main event collector, and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan McCarthy, and I'm the host of the No Credentials Required podcast. Start your work week with the Monday drop in, where I talk about the sports beat in the Capital District, also known as the Muddy 518, as well as Metro New York sports from an upstate point of view. I also give a life lesson from a weekly sports story. 
so you might learn something from that. I also have a midweek podcast where I interview different sports personalities and talk about a wide array of topics. Take a listen and subscribe on your preferred podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Also check out our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram, BellyUpNCR, and Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. We're a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. No credentials required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts. Go to our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we are back. And we're back. It is main event time. It's AJ Styles defending the WWE title in a TLC match against Dean Ambrose, who now is uh, John Moxley in uh, AEW for any of you out there who are just now getting into wrestling. Uh, hey, we we welcome the the newcomers. You know, if you're if you're wanting to be a mark, you can. What better place to get educated than on this very podcast, Greg? You can be a mark too. Exactly. I'm a you're a mark. We can all be marks. All you got to do is live in your mom's basement and you know eat her meatloaf and uh, play World of Warcraft. And you know, there you're halfway there, man. What's that mean, mom? Bring me a hot pocket of me a badass on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, hey, bring me a hot pocket. I'm about to go on a rant on WWE on Twitter. Anyway, uh, this one will go just shy of 31 minutes. AJ Styles rips a hole in the ass of his tights at one point. <laughs> uh, I had forgotten about this. I, I saw it. I, I knew I that it happened. I don't think I ever saw it to begin with. I remember I saw it on the pay-per-view because I was like, did he just rip his ass? I just forgot about it. That's not something you, you know, uh, put to memory. It's like, remember the state when AJ Styles gets a hole in the ass of his pants. Okay. <laughs> but you know, Ambrose sets a ladder up on one commentary table to hit an elbow drop onto Styles to the other commentary table. Ambrose climbs the ladder, but Styles stops him and then hits a springboard four, uh, 450 splash on Ambrose to a table set up outside the ring. Styles climbs the ladder, but now James Ellsworth appears, and he distracts Styles. Okay, stop real quick. I remember this vividly, and I felt mm-hmm. like I knew going in, I knew exactly what was going to happen. The and ending. I am, not, I am not proud of that, by the way. The ending shocked me, but at the same time, I was just like, why? Like, no, it, it wasn't just, I know it's like, ha, oh, you didn't see that coming. It's like, yeah, because it, it sucked. Because it shouldn't have been coming. <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's subverting expectations, you know, and in a good way. It's like, oh, swerve. Cool. I didn't see that coming. Wow. And then there's we didn't see it coming because we don't want to see that. Like it should never happen. But anyway, Ellsworth. But it's so stupid about it, too, is like what Ellsworth was. How am I supposed to take that seriously as a heel? 
Yeah, I know. And then he finished out the rest of his WWE tenure as a stupid ass heel. Just and nobody cared. It was funny for a bit, and then it, I feel like it was a a bad joke that went on way too long. And uh, then he got in trouble with uh, underage girls, and uh, yeah, he was out of there. Anyway, he exonerated of that though. Maybe I I don't know I I I assume he did because he didn't go to jail so uh, so yeah it was all alleged obviously he didn't get uh, you know he didn't do any time for it so let's let's be fair to him but anyway as Styles attacks Ellsworth Ambrose stopped him and hit dirty deeds onto the ring steps. As Ambrose climbs the ladder again, Ellsworth pushes the ladder over, causing Ambrose to fall through two tables set up outside of the ring. Styles then finally climbs the ladder and grabs the WWE title to retain it. Uh, Uncle Dave gave this four and a half stars. I gave it three and a half. What say you? Three. It was really good, though, until that stupid ending. Yeah, the ending brought it down a little bit for me. Uh, and it was a really good match, but I'm like, damn, dude, you almost gave this five stars. Like, again, it's all almost subjective. Almost like it was in Japan but... or something. I know. It's like this wasn't even in a dome. <laughs> like, come on. Whatever. I don't know. But Uncle Dave's weird. But that wraps up the show. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we're going to go into the final ratings and tell you what's to come next on the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Main Event underscore Marks, Instagram at Main Event underscore Marks, and at Main Event Collector, and Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Main Event Marks Pod. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah We're the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go maybe? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O... Okay, yeah, hey, yeah, it's alright, good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts. Go to our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. And we're back. Final ratings time. Internet Movie Database gives this 7 out of 10. Cagematch.net keeps it pretty close. 7.08 out of 10. 
I gave it 7.5 out of 10 for mm, C+. What say you? I gave it a B-. minus. That was a really good show. Minus some of the stupid crap. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really good. The women's uh, <clears throat> excuse me the 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 tables match was good, TLC match was good, the chairs match was pretty decent, ladder match was good. Uh, you can kind of skip the first two matches; nobody would hate you for it. Also, it's all in all, it was it, it was a pretty good show, especially for not being one of the big four. You know, it's uh perfectly uh perfectly acceptable. But that wraps it up for uh, WWE TLC 2016, man. We have three more shows, if you count the bonus show, before the end of the year. We're starting the countdown now, man. And next week, I'm really excited because it's double main event week. It's bonus show time. But first, on December 22nd, just three days before Christmas, we're... Bringing you a gift from 10 years ago. It's TNA Final Resolution 2011. Do you remember anything about this uh, this particular show? I have not watched it back yet. I'm sure it will come back to you when I see it. Yeah, I know this was during the uh, era of, of Bobby Roode. So it's uh, I, I haven't I haven't watched it back yet either. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I usually enjoy TNA from around this time. So it's uh, it'll be fun looking back. I always love Bobby Roode. Yeah, he's in the he's in a thirty minute Iron Man match for the uh, world title in the main event. It's him and AJ Styles. So James Storm takes on Kurt Angle, Gail Kim and Mickey James. I, it's good stuff, man. I'm looking, you know, running down the card. It all looks pretty good. So uh, looking forward to watching that. But. We've got our bonus show next week. It's a first of its kind. We've never done an interview uh, before in the history of the show, but I felt this was the uh, best time as any to do it. Uh, we're going to have John Arezzi on next week on uh, on Christmas Day, actually. He's going to be interviewed for our bonus show of the month. People may remember him from the Dark Side of the Ring episode on uh, uh, the steroid trial. It was... It was a season finale, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was fun. And you know, he's been in a, in and around wrestling for like, you know, 30 some years. He has a uh, his podcast, John Arezzi's Pro Wrestling Spotlight that you can check out where he he plays old interviews with wrestlers and talks about old wrestling and stuff like that. It's 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 a good show if you like retro wrestling like this right here. So it's a perfect fit for us. I forget what our bonus show was, but I know it was going to suck, so I'm glad we substituted it. Yeah, there were a couple different things I had in that I had in that slot, and then when I found out that we could get John Arezzi for you know an interview, he's willing to give us some of his time. I was like, hell yes, you and I jumped at it. So we're trying to get more interviews for the future. I'm, I'm working on it, but you know around this time of year, it's a little hard. I to, mean, I have a really good wrestler that we can get, but Troy doesn't want to get him, so you know. He's not a wrestler. It's just. Uh, no, it's like that episode of it's like that episode of Friends where uh, where uh, Rachel brings in that Siamese cat. Oh yeah, it's and, not a and, cat. Yeah, Joe, Joey keeps it's not a cat. Kevin's uh, like, is this some sort of snake or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I love that. Uh, but then we're closing out the year December 29th, just two days before the end of the year. 
It is WCW Starcade 1998. Oh, we've talked about of the end. Yeah, we talked about things from the show, or well, not the, this show, but this era in the past. I think it, I just realized what our January bonus needs to be. Oh, for God's sake, what? Oh, the finger puck of doom. Think about it. Yeah. Oh God, Lord. Well, yeah. When you ask me, uh, like in a couple of days, which our January bonus should be, you now know my answer. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, there's actually going to be a poll, bro, for a couple of things in uh, January. I'm going to be posting the, those polls here actually uh, this week, so keep a lookout on uh, Twitter for that. I'm going to try to share them on all forms of social media, actually. So keep an eye out on social media again. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at main event underscore marks. And on Instagram, it's at main event collector. Everything gets shared on there as well. But that one's run by Greg exclusively. Uh, we also. Yeah, go are check on... out my AEW display. Just up and read it. Nice. <laughs> uh, we, uh, there's also um, on Facebook, you can check us out at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. And don't forget to check out our link tree. It's got. All of our links to wherever you can listen to the podcast, our YouTube, our Swag Shacks, where you can get merchandise on Bonfire and Redbubble, and, uh, of course, our social media links. It is linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. That's our link tree. You can get everything there. Yeah, we should start a Facebook group and see if it gauges any interest. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey uh, listeners, faithful, reach out to us. Uh, let us know if you want to... Okay, we don't use Faithful on this show. Why? Because that's what the Niners call themselves, and screw the oh, 49ers. Lord. <laughs> well, uh, well, if you want to engage with your uh, the host of your favorite retro wrestling podcast, let us know. But, yeah, we'll uh, take that under advisement and keep an eye out for the polls, bro! On all forms of social media, you can vote for what's on the show next month. Thanks for joining me today, Greg. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week for TNA Final Resolution 2011 and our interview with the one and only John Arendt. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.